0: Welcome back to Gaming in the Basement with RagaGoth. If this is your first time listening, welcome! Before we get started for this episode, we managed to snag ourselves a sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Nostalgia Tech. Ever miss that 90s smell? Do you wish you could have that 90s smell available to you in a small, portable container? Well you're in luck. Nostalgia Tech presents 90s in a can. They've partnered with Coke Classic to keep your 90s air fresh in a vintage Coke can. First 90 orders get a special edition 1998 Nagano Olympics Coca Cola can. Get yours today and stay fresh. For today's episode, I'm here with Brandon from Magic Ninja Robot. Magic Ninja Robot is a group of four streamers who stream on separate days and separate genres, but come together on Saturday to do a podcast together on Twitch. Could you give me a brief general introduction about who you are?
1: My name is uh, Brandon. I'm at about 37. I'm about to be 38 in a few weeks. And I am currently living in Texas, although. <laughs> not a fan down here but here i am are you from texas were you born and raised there i'm from ohio i'm from ohio cleveland ohio of all places i moved down here because i my wife's family's in mexico so we moved to be closer to them
2: so are you in the city or are you out i'm out in houston oh, out okay. in
1: houston yeah
2: yeah i heard houston's pretty nice <laughs> and <laughs> well the food's got to be good right so <laughs>
1: No. Like unless right. you like the Cajun style food, which apparently all of Houston is obsessed with Cajun. And that's like I came down here like all right, I'm gonna be down here. Hey, at least I get some barbecue. Because you think in Texas barbecue. That's in what K- I yeah. No, you're not wrong. And it's like, nope, it's actually like ninety nine percent Cajun. Like the couple of places that we found that are actually like barbecue are like chain restaurants.
2: Oh that's disappointing.
1: Yeah, and I was like, Oh because <laughs> I'm not a yeah, seafood guy. <laughs> That would have been my reaction. So you said you're more of a
2: seafood guy? No, I'm not. I'm not. No, you're not? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, so,
1: well, that that's a thing. <laughs>
2: so it's like Cajun seafood mostly? Yeah. I mean, there's oh. some good,
1: there's some, like a Cajun pasta I don't mind, stuff like that. Tex-Mex is actually probably more prominent down here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah we, I guess I could, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. But you would think it'd be more Mexican. I mean, we know a couple of Mexican joints that are good, obviously. I mean. But yeah, no, it's that it was surprising to me. Like there is probably a better food scene in Cleveland, Ohio, than there is here, and I'm pretty sure there's people knocking at our door right now. Like,
2: how could you say that? So there's a food scene in Cleveland. I
1: have follow up questions, right? Oh yeah, like... no, that's fine. No, um, <laughs> Michael, what's his name? Michael Simon. If you know who that is, he's from Cleveland, and that's Mel- uh, Lola. That is the big restaurant he made. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. and so he's got a lot of stuff over there. There's. Yeah, Cleveland, it's like, if you go there, there's, like, apparently a very underrated food scene in downtown because, yeah, and then it's, like, hole-in-the-wall joints and stuff like that. I think uh, we were talking on your Tekken stream, like, I was around, like, a bunch of pizza joints that were just, like... Up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's one of those, and uh, the one that's, like, the world champion is literally a hole-in-the-wall in the middle of, like, BFE.
2: That's, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, do you think it, is it because of the colleges around? No,
1: no, there's no colleges around it. It's just a small town, and... It's right on a main street. You drive right by it. You wouldn't even know if you didn't know.
2: Yeah. So that's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. If I ever happen by Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Let me know.
1: I will hook you up. I'll tell you all the good places. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need to
2: know. Like the locals (laughs) always know the best places to go.
1: Yeah. For sure. Another one that's popular over in Cleveland is a melt, which is like they took the grilled cheese and just applied it to a bunch of sandwiches and they're like massive. Like I think one has like mozzarella sticks inside the grilled cheese with a bunch of other stuff. Like it's insane
2: oh god don't even get me started on on melted cheese like anything with melted
1: cheese like that's my weakness oh, you you will love that place then that sounds amazing <laughs> yeah and they're big sandwiches boy oh i oh i bet i bet yeah, now now i'm getting hungry so uh, let's move on to another
2: <laughs> i want a really messy grilled cheese sandwich now all right so brendan how long have you been gaming for
1: That's a, so I was born in 85, so the number, I I couldn't tell, I I think I was three when it started, because I remember visibly, I remember vividly my sister talking about she wanted to get a Nintendo, and this is like, I want to say like three or four year old me that had no concept of video games. And she was talking about like, I want the thing with the Zapper that goes like this, and next thing I know, we're at Toys R Us buying a Nintendo, and so the rest is history. Like one of the first games I played was, I think, Mario Brothers and then Duck Hunt, because that was the two we had. And I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool system. And then I was like, wait, wait, there's more that I, I can get more things for this. Why, why, why have you not told me? And from there, it snowballed.
2: Yeah, I had NAS was my first system, too. And I had the Duck cut Super Mario, and the Power
1: Pad. I didn't have the Power Pad. I just had the Zapper. I also played on an Atari back in the day that I oh, somehow managed. Yeah, I somehow managed to break that because it was like, I think. My sister, she was a teenager at the time. I'm the youngest of six. Her boyfriend would play like a Nintendo, and I wanted to play. And my dad's like, Well, here, take this Atari and play this. So, naturally, <laughs> I broke that. And then I got a Game Boy. So, I'm not really sure if that was an upgrade or a downgrade.
2: I mean, the, like, the Game Boy had a lot of awesome games on oh, Yeah,
1: that. actually, yeah. I couldn't play that thing for the longest time. And I actually, so the that was the Game Boy that came with the Tetris con- pack. You know, yeah, I got about? that one too. Yeah. yeah. And there was a point where it's like, I literally could not play that thing because my siblings would play Tetris, that I purposely lost the Tetris game just so I could actually play the damn thing. I was like, I want to play Tetris. It's like, well, that's mine. It's like, well, tough shit, it's mine. But yeah, yeah. Then I just like, I think we were on a trip or something and I just magically moved it somewhere and we lost it and they got pissed. And here I am playing my crappy version of RoboCop after that happy as a clam on the car.
2: I used to love Dr. Mario for uh, Game Boy.
1: Yeah, I don't think we got that one. I think a friend of mine had that on Nintendo. But uh, yeah, I played a lot of games like I played, I remember to play Mortal Kombat, like, back in the day, because my parents were actually parents that paid attention to, like, when games were violent. And they're like, you can't get this game. And my father's logic was, why are you going to play this game? If you play this game and somebody rips the spine out of somebody and you walk down the street, that's casual to you. That's not right. I'm like, that's not going to happen in real life. And you that's not, right. <laughs> you yeah. were not were thinking that years later, like, wait a minute. what? If that's going to happen, that, we're in a good spot. <laughs> Oh, a friend of mine. His brother had a Genesis, so we would just like sneak into his room and play like Genesis, Mortal Kombat, which was the better version anyway because it had all the blood and everything. Oh. Yeah, we got around on those things. We, I, I remember the first couple of years of my life, the Nintendo was the one, then it sort of branched off because friends had other ones. But I also, oh, I played arcade games. I was a big arcade rat back in, in my young days. Like my dad just standing there, like, what, what are we doing this for?
2: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah the arcade scene used to be huge. Oh. I, I feel like it's making a comeback
1: though. Yeah, if you're in the liquor. If you're what? In the liquor, because a lot of the arcades are like, you know, liquor stores now, because like Dave and Buster, stuff like that. Like, I'm talking the whole. Oh, of the yeah, arcade. I see. You're yeah, I'm talking. That's where I played. Like, I was in those places that. So, one of the memories I have is Street Fighter Two, okay. back in the day. And here's Little Kid me playing. And I think I was playing as like E Honda or something. And these guys are just like, these are, this is the arcades where it's like, Kids should not be in, but it was like that code of like, well, we can't do anything. We can't bet because it's a kid and just kind of humor him. Yeah. And the guy even going like, here, just hit this button. Like he was going to, he was about to kick the crap out of me. No, but he was like, I'm going to at least show you something so you could get better down the road. And
2: well, that was nice. At least yeah, I mean... and then it's
1: like, okay, now get out of here. Go play something else. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm guessing they didn't have many cabinets then. I think there was one. I was in a little small town in Ohio. Like, this was like a mall situation, and you know how those go. Yeah. But it was one of those, and it's like every so often you get into something like that. Like, nobody – I never felt unsafe in there, and it's like, you know, my parents would leave me in there, so it wasn't a danger thing. But it was like, you know that – you learn later on in life, like, there were some – gambling or something like i can kick your butt for a hundred dollars or something like that you know those type of things going on and when i was a kid they were just kind of like ah, just humor him he'll be out of here in a minute okay now back to this. <laughs>
2: well that's that's good that they, so. they, they left you alone like oh, yeah you know, but uh, no <laughs> i
1: i fundamentally miss arcades i really do miss those I, I so, there's an experience that there's a lot of people that don't understand that there was an experience there was like a community kind of like what twitch is trying to do i feel yeah. that that now is like yeah <laughs> But that was the arcade back in the day before we had internet. That's right. There was a time children where internet did not exist.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's hard hard to think back on those days.
1: But it really, really is.
2: It's so weird. I'm just like, how did we used to live without the internet?
1: I remember days where it was like I would just play outside and like you know I had video games and that's like what 92 or 93. And Ned's like I I think back now it's like my nephews and kids that were born after that don't like kids born in 92. Don't understand that. That's the funny thing to me. Like there was a time where you had to find stuff to do to kill eight hours in a day and then go home. Yeah, just or anime. There's another one. Think about all the stuff with anime and like streaming that has happened. Where it was like back in the day, we had to dig up stuff.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's a frightening. It's a amazing time we're in, and it's one that you know we should relish.
2: (laughs) Oh, for sure, for sure. Like when I was a kid, I would have never thought things would be the way they are now.
1: I don't think anybody would have.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember anime when I was a kid. Like, it would come on very early. It was just Sailor Moon. You would get up. Uh, Oh, yeah.
1: My wife was in the same boat with uh, Mexico. I remember uh, Ronin Warriors. When I was on summer vacation back in the day, I would be up at like 4 o'clock in the morning because I couldn't remember what time it was on. So I was like, well, I'm just going to stay up and just kind of watch it and then fall back asleep. Yeah. So, yeah, back in the day, we had to really work to get her anime. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. So,
2: how did you come up with the name Magic Ninja Robot?
1: I think it was more, it's a word salad. That is very much a case of that. So, my wife is obviously, I said Sailor Moon. She's into magical girls and all that stuff. So, that hardcore anime and she likes the fantasy. I'm not, I'm more sci fi. Mm-hmm. So, that's where the robot would come from. And the ninja is, well, I've done martial arts since I was like 15 and, you know, we kind of watched the anime and all that stuff. As we were talking about. So it was just kind of like, let's just put three words together. It's sort of like, if you ever saw the TV show The Expanse on Amazon or Sci Fi when it was on there, the uh, production company was called Penguin in a Parka. And I just uh, found that amusing name. And I was just like, I want to come up with something really stupid like that. And the end result is this.
2: <laughs> I think it's a really cool name. It's very dynamic.
1: <laughs> it's very, it's very off the top of my head. And like I said, it's like, I think on our Twitter bio, I even said it's like, the result of a word salad of a rope, sentient robot having access to magic and inditsu skills.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think it sounds awesome.
2: But it definitely can it you sticks know, in your head. Yeah, it it really does. And it just, it's really easy to say. It's really easy to remember. It's like great Twitch I name. Mean,
1: yeah, we also, I use the sub, I use the sub thing now of MNR because it's like sometimes you just want to say all those words, but it's like you kind of associate that with that. So it's sort of like our sub branding. Okay.
2: Oh, I like that.
1: Yeah. So it's like when I use, like, if you saw on our Twitter accounts, I always say, like, you know, we're on live right now on MNR. You know what it is because I'm kind of trying to get that out there. Yeah. And also, it's like we have to do a website or something down the road. It's very easy to get that if an alternative. Can you so. tell me a bit about how Magic Ninja Robot started? So it kind of came about because my wife, my wife, Illy, has been doing streaming for a little longer than I have. I would say she started doing it towards the middle of last year. And I, I was never really big into streaming stuff. Like I always was kind of like when you see streams of games, I was like, why am I going to watch people play them when I can just play them myself? I wish in my 20s I had some thought in my brain because it's like I could have turned that into a marketing tool. Just I was too stupid to think about it, but I was just trying to live at that point. Mm-hmm. and she started doing it and i was kind of like well you know you should do this and maybe you should do that and then it's got to the point where she was doing it and i'm like all right i guess i kind of want to do this but i don't want to do it myself it's like well i'm using a png tuber or i think she was working on a vtuber at that point like she has like a vtuber rigged up and uh, we use png tubers as you do it saw when we do the podcast or our characters are on there and uh, it's more i'm not against putting my face on the screen but it's i feel like it's sort of breaking for if you're a, res- for a wrestling fan, it's like breaking kayfabe. It's like breaking the illusion. And if you're going to do that, you should do that when important things are about to happen. So it's got some seriousness to it. That's not just like, oh, it's just him being stupid again. But it's like, you know, the PNG is like our character or our story. But if I have to come on and explain something and it's actually me, this is actually something very important that's about to happen.
2: Yeah, that really makes sense. It just really emphasizes how important it is if you're you're there talking.
1: Well, also, it's like it pr- it's privacy, too. Like yeah. we really don't generally we, we kind of keep our lives to ourselves. I mean, we talk about our lives, but, you know, we don't want to be like attacked by somebody in Houston for something I said on a show. But we started talking about it and then that's where it kind of evolved from. And then we're like, well, how are we going to do this? I think what it was was I was considering doing like a a WordPress blog or something. And we were looking at websites and I'm like, well, let's use this name, which is the name I told you about earlier. Yeah. And then from there, it's sort of, I feel like we did step four when we showed you st- steps one through three first, but we're working backwards to set it up at that point. Yeah. Like
2: we're I getting mean, very
1: ambitious and it just didn't work out that way. And here we are.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no guidebooks on how you should well, there start isn't. out. No. stuff.
1: I mean, it's no, just and, like and from that it's, so the original plan was there's going to be a me and Illy. And we started doing this podcast, and it's like, okay, we're doing good here, but we could add a little more. And there was a very short list of people I knew personally from my life that I want to include, and one of them was Spiku, And the other one was Vash, as you uh, eventually saw when we uh, came out to this. And uh, I decided on uh, Spiku first because me and uh, Vash go back a long way. And uh, we had dinner once, and my wife was sitting there, and we just went off on tangents about Star Trek that she's like, I got no idea what the hell you two are talking about. And to be diplomatic, I was like, "Well, Spikeu is more of a horror band, and my wife is too. So at least we'll have somebody to counterbalance. You can talk about my stuff and your stuff, and that's where Spikeu came into play." Okay. And then we got Vash in just because we wanted to round out to four, and we thought a dynamic was in place, and here we are. Oh, that's that's really cool. So you kind of balance each other out. That's my intent. Like, so I'm obviously a console gamer, as you've no doubt seen. Like, I'm the console guy. is too. We're on the PlayStation and the Switch. Vash is predominantly Xbox. He's a huge Halo nut. I think he's jaded about that, but he's trying to... I think right now he's trying to find where he's going with that. And Spiku is our PC tabletop, sort of our correspondent in those things. And he's obviously our horror expert, because that's what he plays on Monday nights usually, is horror things. And then Thursdays, he does a random thing. I was going to say, it sounds really well-rounded. You get a little bit of everything in there. That's the intent, and uh, I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going on my end, because it's like, I have a lot of interest, obviously, and the biggest problem I'm having is finding my voice when it comes to streaming, because, like, like I said, the streaming character is a character, so it's like, it's very hard for me to get a character, because I'm always me. Yeah. Like, everybody always jokes, it's like, I, I get pushed to anger, and I kind of lean into that a little bit for joke purposes. Uh, I mean, I I'm, I try to be a mellow guy. That laugh you hear in the background is my wife, actually. <laughs> talking about hearing that and just like that, that is so much shit it's not even funny
2: <laughs> i can't really um, hear her though but that's
1: funny
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: no, but I'm, I'm being facetious see but like everybody always joked like i'm the angry, angry irishman like my descent is irish german so i am i'm like the super saiyan of anger at this point is the joke and okay. i try to be laid back and like when we're on the show i try to kind of keep that balance like i'm the guy kind of steering the ship if anything our podcast i liken it to since i was in radio there's two people that i kind of view as like guideposts one of them is howard stern because he blazed a trail for everybody i don't care who you are even in podcasting nobody wants to admit it but a lot of us would not be into this if it wasn't for stern because he set the sort of like talk show format for that generation and we've all followed since the other one because apparently i did not find this out until three weeks ago. B-tubers and P-G-tubers have to have origin stories. <laughs> really? And I did not know, didn't know this. that. I'm like, I didn't know that either, but it's like an unwritten rule. I'm like, oh, okay. So I took my laptop to work one day and wrote up this just quick three-page document of silly, where it's like, the best way I can describe it is UHF from the 1990s, if you watch that movie. And so that's that's where I kind of lead into the, like, the, the, the setting of Magic Ninja Robot is... We found a radio, we found a random television station, me and my wife, and we found that it's degraded. It's been condemned, but they left all the audio equipment inside there. So all of our graphics packages, all of our equipment is DIY, very do it yourself, very winged. And that's why when you see some of the stuff like, um, we did a pilot for a show last Sunday called The Half Ass Show. Okay. And it's, it's very much a, this this has been left alone for a long time. Like, there's a cross that used to be there. You can see where the outline of it was. We are just, we found a bunch of, like, boxes just sitting there. That's our purpose table. And the graphics package we have for that is, like, very track, like, very VCR-ish. And the song is, like, from the 90s, it sounds like. It all kind of plays into that. We're working with what we have. And Twitch decided, good idea to make you guys a, a network affiliate. And we're like, what now? So now we're trying to figure out how to stream and that's where this is going.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's a, that's an interesting story. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's just that I told the uh, guys, like, what do you even worry about? Like, you don't have to keep, like, hate or anything like that with it. It's just, apparently we needed an origin story and I was bored enough to do it.
2: It's, it's coming along for sure.
1: Yeah, I also have, like, for when I eventually get going on my streams full time, I actually have a overlay done where it's like, it looks like a Windows 95 computer program. Like, I somehow rigged up a camera with a recording thing where my picture is. And all the screens, all the boxes are like old windows, like the video game.exe is on the top. So it's like you can stream from that. And it's like, I'm overloading this computer. <laughs>
2: that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's when we started building this channel, it was very much a do-it-yourself sort of punk rock mentality. That was, that's why the logo of Magic Ninja Robot looks like it is. It's just, it was made up on the fly. It's very, it's, my wife can do a lot better. And I know she wants to. She's chomping at the bit. I'm like, no, keep it as that because that works for what we're doing.
2: I mean, I really like your logo. Yeah, and the, ro- lo-
1: the logo has a name that is unofficially Daisy. Daisy? If get okay. That reference, if you get that reference, you know movies.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't get it, but did you want to talk about 2001- it? 2001.
1: No, 2001. That's all. It's like if you know 2001, like the Daisy, Daisy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, that was just, it just came up the top of my head. It was, there's no like deep thought, root stories. It's just whatever I've thought on the second is pretty much the end result of this channel. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's kind of cool because there's, like, this energy and unexpectedness to it.
1: Well, that's, that's another thing. It's like I like having the spontaneity. I like improvisation. And that's also where it's like I'm having a problem when I'm streaming because, I mean, I've seen you do it. You have a very talkative streaming style when you do it. And I am try- I get so focused in the game because I grew up as the youngest of six and I was kind of by myself most of the time. So it's like I'm thinking in my head and I don't. I have to learn to project that through in my mouth. Yeah, and that's probably the hardest part is just trying to interact with the game. And I'm trying to sort of do like a mystery science theater riff tracks type thing, just more improvised. Where it's like I'm trying to kind of make a a comment a minute. I think is what they say when they do it. It's like they want to kind of do a riff every two or three minutes, sort of like that, just to kind of keep people aware I'm there, but also let the movie speak. So I'm trying to apply that to gaming, and varying success.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 a skill for sure. It's it's very hard to you know keep yeah. engaging yourself with the audience while trying to be skillful at
1: what you're doing. Well, it, it's not so much that it's not so much engaging with the audience. That's not a problem. It's just, nobody shows up, but you have to make it look like it. So that's where I'm having the problem. I see. I see. Yeah. yeah. Like when you have chatters, Oh, it makes life so much easier. Or if you have a person to bounce off of, because I know one of the questions you want to ask me was, have we done streams together? And my wife and I have, we played a Ninja Turtles, the shredders revenge together. And a couple other games, but it's like, I know I can bounce off with each other, but it's like, I have to learn to do it by myself also. And that's kind of where I'm having the problem. I'm And I'm throwing myself out there intentionally because it's like, I'm going to fail, but I need to improve to fail.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that's the same with all streamers that, you know, you're, you're starting out and you're trying to, to kind of figure out, like, what you're doing and who you are. Yeah. As far as your stream. I think that'll come with time, though.
1: Oh, yeah. It's every, every, every week I'm getting better. Yeah. I mean, there's some weeks where I get struggle and I get pissed off, but it's like I try to just send it out. It's like Rome wasn't built in a day. You just got to keep moving forward. That's a nice outlook to have.
2: So you have a podcast type stream on Saturdays that you yes. kind of touched on a, a bit about. How did,
1: how did that all start? That was the original intent of the channel. And the name of that, we didn't have a name for the longest time. Actually, my wife and I originally started doing the podcast on her old channel. And then when we started to kind of like, okay, well, this is going to be a thing, and when Magic Ninja Robot was going to be a thing, it's like, okay, well, we're going to move it over to this. So we started doing it there. And that's when we had a who join us, and we were like, well, what are we calling this? What are we calling this? And I think I just put, much again, because I'm random, I just put TBD, to be determined and the end result of that became, well, that's just going to be the name of the show because I can't think of anything else, and it seems like it clicks with us, so we're just going to call it the TBD Podcast, and it's the flagship podcast because everybody has to have a podcast, and I want to be the flagship. That's the joke of the flagship.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think it works. You guys have a really good rapport with each other. I got the opportunity to well, we've known each go. other for years, and that's
1: part of it. Yeah. Illy is my wife, and she met the, the other two, obviously, when she met me. But uh, Spiku and Vash and myself go back back to our college oh, days. Wow, okay. You know? They actually uh, Spiku and Vash used to do streaming together, but uh, some life events happened that they kind of had to stop. And I brought them in because I was like, I want to help you guys out. You guys seem to you always talk about you want to do it, and I want to kind of help you get back into it. But yeah, we went back in the day. We knew each other back from the day. My wife obviously met them later. And they were doing uh, streaming for a while, and they stopped. And I was like, "Well, why don't you guys come back? You know, you guys can do your thing." And they started to do streams together for a while. And then I think uh, the problem any streamer has, especially when you're starting out and you're trying to start making profit off of this, is your real life comes first, and that includes your job. And uh, I don't know if you know, uh, there's a holiday season called Christmas that just really wrecks things. <laughs> I might be familiar with it. Yeah, I think most of our like uh, my wife was doing like 10 to 4 a.m. shifts at where her job was, and yeah, she came home, basically slept the day, and went back. And you know, she tried to stream when she could. And then uh, Vash works in a for uh, works in a assembly line, so they're doing their thing. I think the only two that actually kind of Spiku kind of carried us for a while, doing his thing. But then his life happened, and then there's me like, well, I'm just trying to figure things out and not break it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Vash of the year kind of came in clutch and really kind of kept our viewership up, so we can kind of keep people going. So. But we're back now, we're ready to go, and so far this month, we've hit the ground running a lot better than I anticipated, and that's all I want is. I just always want to improve.
2: Oh, that's excellent. So you kind of mentioned some of the benefits of having, like, other streamers around to, you know, to kind of step in when others can't. Are there any, like, downsides to having more than one person streaming?
1: From (laughs) a, from a, how am I going to explain this? Because it's like, I don't want it to sound bad, but it's like trying to keep everything coordinated. Like, I guess scheduling is a good word for that. Yeah. Trying to keep the schedule going because the only person that we technically have that is kind of consistent is actually Spiku because he has his nights. And like I said, Illy was kind of for a while all over the map because of her work. She's starting to get back into that now, but it's like trying to figure out who's doing what and who's doing where. Like I know you heard by last night if you listen, I always ask my streamers what are you guys doing this week. It's to Kind of let the viewers know what's coming up this week. It's a good plug. And it's also, I was jotting down notes. So when I made the schedule today, I know who's playing what. So I know what I got to put. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then trying to keep all that coordinated, making sure there's no technical issues. Because if there's technical issues, usually Illy, who is our, I jokingly call designated Roz, because she knows all the tech side of this stuff. She's sort of like, if you were doing a radio show and I was Fraser Crane, she's the Roz of that. Oh, okay. That's where that comes from. And she's like, I got to keep up on this. And to kind of get everybody stable and understanding the technology so we can take a break when we have our nights off instead of, like, making sure there's no technical issues. We're getting better at that. Okay, But, yeah, and also just, again, trying to find voices, trying to overwhelm with things. Evolving yeah, I, it. Yeah. That
2: does seem like it could be kind of hectic, trying to. Figure out everybody else's stuff, plus your own.
0: This concludes part one. I hope to see you back next week for part two. Please go follow Brandon and his crew on Twitch. They're a fun, amazing, and quirky bunch of people. I've really enjoyed my time getting to know them, and I know you will too, so please check them out. There's a link in the description uh, for Magic Ninja Robot, and I also linked his wife, Illy, if you need any kind of commissioned art. My music today was brought to you by DJ Kern. She's an up-and-coming music producer, so stay tuned for more from her thank you guys again for your time and your feedback for more content visit my patreon link in the description for a raw and unedited content thanks again so much and keep gaming
1: Look, this is I'm- your show so i'm kind of you know it's like if you were my chance i would take care of it. so i'm just kind of extending that courtesy i'm not going to touch. this is unedited you don't have to worry about that if Whatever I say is what I say, so don't. You know, I trust you. Okay.